0: Welcome to PHT in the morning with your host Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the morning with Pastor David Miller. I am Pastor Miller and I will be your host today and We're looking forward to sharing another salvation story with you today. Before I get into this morning's episode, though, I want to take a moment or two and just give a special thank you to our producers. Our producers are uh, the people at... Cantor Media, and they do an outstanding job of producing this podcast and help us in any and every way possible. So, I'm very, very grateful for those people at Cantor Media. And uh, so, in this episode today, I want to talk to you about a uh, a revival I preached down in Flatwoods, Kentucky, just not too far from Ashland, Kentucky, back in the 1980s. Actually, I think it was probably very early 80s that we was there in revival. And I want to talk to you about an elderly gentleman that had a great testimony of salvation that I had the opportunity to witness. This took place during a revival that we was preaching like we said there. Uh, I guess okay to mention the pastor's name at that time. Uh, the pastor was Brother Benny Grizzle and pastor of the church there for many, many years. And he was a great man, a great preacher, great pastor and he's gone on to uh, his reward now but he lived a great uh, life and left a great legacy. While we was there preaching in revival there was a uh, young lady that came to the revival and prayed and Gave her life to the Lord and got saved. And some of the, or I don't know really now who it was, but somebody had told me about uh, this uh, young lady when she was praying. Said that's a great thing that she's praying because she had been very, very deep in sin. And I I don't know uh, exactly everything, but... They had told me some, uh, just quickly, briefly, uh, how deep in sin she had been. But I want to say this today. It doesn't really matter how far out in the world or how deep in sin you've got. The Lord is able to save to the uttermost, as the Bible said. And the Lord came to seek and save that which was lost, as what the Bible said. So... I believe God can and will save anyone who will come to him, acknowledge their sin, repent, and ask forgiveness. So this young lady had given her heart to Jesus and become born again Christian, a child of God. And so revival continued a few nights After she had gotten saved A few nights As we said later I noticed an elderly Gentleman walk in And this gentleman Was uh, her Grandfather And I didn't know that at the time And when I saw him Walk in I just wanted to be Friendly and Go back and greet him and Welcome him So I, I walked back to the back he was sitting just a couple rows from the main back of the church i walked back introduced myself and he of course introduced himself to me and we just talked for just a moment or two and i didn't know who he was at the time so i asked him i hadn't seen him so far during the meeting so i asked him i said are you uh do you attend another church close by are you uh, visiting tonight or, or or, or, did you just come for this service? Just talking with him. And he told me, he said, no, he said, I'll tell you why I came. He said, uh, that person right there, and he pointed, he says, my, my granddaughter, and said, she was very deep in sin. He proceeded to tell me, uh, you know, she, Kind of how deep in sin she was, he said. I really didn't know if she would ever. I think the way he said it, make a change in her life, if she ever would. He said, but she came home a few nights ago and and had told the family that she had came to this church and and uh, give her life to Jesus and had gotten saved and and said we watched over the last few days and said it's a major change in her life. We could tell that something had genuinely happened and she must have really uh, got born again and become a child of God. She must have. He said, so to tell you the truth, preacher, he said the reason I came tonight I just wanted to see the church that made such a difference and such a change, caused such a change in my granddaughter. He said, that's the only reason I came. So then I asked him, was he a Christian? And he said, no, I'm I'm not a Christian. So I asked him uh, if that was something he would like to do, would he... Had he ever considered, uh, you know, being a Christian, giving his life to the Lord? And he told me, he said, well, you know what? Even if I wanted to, I don't think I'd be able to. He said, because I've got this large tumor right here. And he just simply reached out, took my hand, and he placed it on his stomach area it was a little bit above his belt and he said do you feel this and i mean you could tell it was a very large tumor it was probably the size of a man's fist or at least close to that it was it was quite large quite a large tumor and he said so you see even if i wanted to pray he said i couldn't Because I can't really kneel down. He said it. Bothers me so bad. If I get in certain positions. With my body. And he said I haven't been able to kneel. To do anything or. Like that in a long time. So he said I wouldn't be able to kneel down at the altar. If I. Even if I wanted to. So. So. I began to talk to him and tell him I said, "Now, that decision's ultimately yours. You can't make people pray. You can't make them give their life to the Lord. But I did tell him I said, if you wanted to pray tonight and you decided you wanted to ask ask the Lord for forgiveness of your sins and Ask Him to come into your heart and start living for Him and serving Him. You don't have to kneel down. And he said, oh, I wouldn't have to kneel. I said, no. It really doesn't matter uh, the position of your body when you pray. What matters is if with godly sorrow, You truly are sorry for your sins and you repent of them. Ask God to forgive you of your sins. Invite him into your heart and believe on him. And that's what's important. So as I was talking to him, I said, You could get you if you want to go pray, you could go up there and pray standing up, or you could simply sit on the altar and you could pray sitting and he said uh, uh you really believe I could and I said yes and so after the the preaching was over I, that was before church and after the preaching was over I looked back and I saw tears coming down this man's face and he was crying weeping and i just got up and walked back and i asked him i said sir would you like to go pray with me and he said uh well i told you about this tumor i said yes i said i'll go with you and you can just sit on the altar and he said okay i want i want to so we walked down the aisle of that church, the old sanctuary. They're in a big, beautiful new sanctuary now. Uh, Brother Benny's gone on to be with the Lord. Pastor Lloyd Bailey's the pastor. They're now also a great man. Anyway, we went up and we knelt at the altar. Or I'm mean, excuse me, we sat on the altar, and as we sat down, he began to pray and ask the Lord to forgive him of his sins. I mean, he was crying uh, pretty much, pretty hard, and praying with a sincere heart, you could tell. He was telling the Lord, Lord, I've been so lost. I've been such a sinner, and I've failed you so many times. If you could do for me, what you've done for my granddaughter, if you can make a change in my life like you've made in her life. And I heard him say words like this, Lord, I know she's young and has a lot of years to offer. And I'm older and I don't have that many years left to offer. But if you will forgive me and save me for the rest of my life, I will give you my life and I will serve you. And the man was praying very, very good. And I seen by this time he didn't really need my help. So there was others praying in the altar. So I just uh, got up and walked over a few feet away where some of those folks were praying and was just praying with them. And all of a sudden I heard a Um, a loud uh, voice and I turned around and I mean I can't remember if the man was saying praise the Lord or thank you Jesus but it was something like that and I turned and he was standing up he had stood up and turned around and was facing the altar at this time because he was sitting at the altar facing the crowd but he was standing up facing the altar and the platform, and he just knelt down on his knees, stayed there for a few seconds, and stood back up. And all this time, he was praising God, thanking God, glorifying God. Then he would kneel back down. Then he would stand up, and he would kneel back down. He'd done this several times. And so I started to walk over toward him, and I just walked toward him, and I was just kind of smiling with him, rejoicing with him. When he saw me, he said, Preacher, do you remember that tumor that I showed you? I said, Yes. He said, When I asked the Lord to forgive me a few minutes ago and to save me and forgive me, Of my sins. He said I could feel. That burden of sin. Leave. I knew God had saved me. And he said. All of a sudden. He said. I felt no pain. So I reached down where that tumor was. And it's not there. And then once again. He reached out. And uh, grabbed my hand. And he said. Here. Here. Put your hand there. And he put my hand right where that tumor had been. Now, I am so thankful. I thought it was so uncomfortable at first. I thought, what's this man doing? I didn't want to really touch his stomach and feel a tumor. But I'm glad I did because after he prayed, he grabbed my hand again, like I told you there, and and said, do you feel any tumor? I said, no, and I was actually astounded myself, and I've seen a lot of miracles. I've seen instant miracles. I mean, I've seen God open blind eyes instantly. I saw God uh, raise a man up that was paralyzed, and he walked instantly. So I've seen some great miracles in my life, but I guess this one just kind of astounded me. And there was no tumor there. And he just got up, started standing up and kneeling down three or four or five more times. I don't know. Maybe more than that. And then he had his hands in the air finally after he got through with that and was praising God. Lord, I thank you for saving me. Lord, I thank you for healing me. I am so glad I witnessed both his salvation and his healing. So really, he came there that evening just to see the church and the people that his granddaughter had came to, that what church she came to, and how she had repented and made such a major change in her life. He wanted to see it, but not only did he see the church that she had came to and received salvation, but he left that night receiving salvation for his self. He came in a lost man without God, but he left a new man. It's just like the Bible said, old things will pass away. And behold, all things will become new. So God gloriously saved him. He left that night healed. He came in with a large tumor. And he left with no tumor that night. Do you believe God does that, Pastor Miller? Absolutely, I do. Not only do I believe it, I've seen it many times. And I saw this incident or this story as well, that I've told you about just now. So yes, God is a great God, a mighty God, a powerful God. He is able to save and ready to save. Able to heal, willing to heal, and ready to heal. What a great God that we serve today. I thank you so much for listening into to my Uh, stories of salvation that we've seen over the years. I have a few more for you and some of them are so uh, outstanding. Please don't miss one episode. I've got a couple that I think will really, really, really be a blessing to you. So it was a great day that day in Kentucky. And if you're not saved, If you'll repent and give your life to Jesus, this can be a great day in your life. Amen. If you don't know Jesus, you need to meet him now. Today is the day of salvation. God bless you. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode. I've enjoyed being with you. And this is Pastor David Miller of PHT in the morning saying God bless you and have a great rest of your day.